Welcome to Library Life, the podcast where we talk about all things library. And some things not. My name is Shanna. And I'm Jenna. And I'm their mother, Robin. Welcome to this week's, what episode are we on? Episode 6? Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode 6 of the podcast. So this week we have a special guest, our mother, here on the episode. We thought it was fitting with Mother's Day coming up to have her on the podcast for the first time. So welcome. welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> so we're going to kind of do a little bit of an interview style. Mm-hmm. We're just going to spend some time having a conversation about libraries with our mom. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for having me. <laughs> She's a podcast rookie, so. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Well, uh, I work at a, at a daycare, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love working with children. I love children's books. So <laughs> I love a lot of them. I'm married to Warren. Okay. Okay. And I have two beautiful dogs. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> Okay, this is a question I wanted to ask because I thought it was interesting. What did you think we were going to be when we grew up? Well, Jenna, you always talked about being a, a teacher. And uh-huh. um, and you could t- take charge and teach things. <laughs> <laughs> you did well at explaining things and teaching things. As a child? As, as a child and as you were a preteen and teenager. And so I thought that was the route that you might take. Gonna be a teacher. Yes. And uh, Shayna, you, well, you worked, you had a chance to work with a lot of kids. Um, so I was the assistant children's director at church. So you did that. And then for co-op for high school, you, you were interested in the library. And so mm-hmm. you got your co-op in the library and, uh, and then you just went from there. You continued on from there and you're still in the library. But what about when we were like babies? Did you like think about it? I don't think I really thought that far ahead where what you girls wanted to do. Like you weren't one of those parents who was no. like, oh, <laughs> I want to put them in this so that they'll do this. No, and... no I didn't do that. You just let us do whatever. Yeah, whatever you girls were interested in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I guess you can't really tell if a baby's going to be interested in the library. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I'm not a baby, but as they get older. Yeah. And Jenny, you are always interested in arts and crafts. Yeah. And uh, Shana, you weren't so much, but uh, <laughs> you, you liked like reading. Read. Yeah. 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 You always liked reading. Okay. Well, while we're talking about growing up, how do you think you influenced us and in, like our reading habits? Like, did you do certain things to make us readers or how do you, or did that just happen by chance or what do you think? Um, I think that uh, we went to the library. We got mm-hmm. books out. I remember going to the library a lot as a, a kid. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So the library was a good place to go. We always checked out a lot of books. What and... branches did you take us to? Um, I remember going to like all of them. I think we went to all of them because I remember you would drive us around to find the one we want, the book we wanted. Yeah, because yeah. I would look up and I'd be like, oh, I want this book. And oh, it's only available at yeah. Country Hills. So off we would go to Country Hills. Yeah, yeah, there. I'm actually really good at you to do that. Because I don't see lots of parents doing that for their kids in the library. Yeah, so we uh, so we did that. And... And then I let you girls read before you went to bed, and I read, I read to you. So when we would get, uh, we would have series that we'd read through. Do you remember so, what ones we read? 
Well, and I know Grandma actually read the Anne of Green Gables to me. Oh, when so, you were growing up. Because Grandma's, of course, an avid reader. So Yeah. And her mom, didn't her mom read Anne of Green Gables yes, every year? Yes, her mom read Anne of Green Gables also. So that so was kind she of read a tradition. You. Yeah. So you kind of grew up with that. Yes. Which is how you, like, did it with your old kid. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Well, like, do you remember Grandma taking you to the library and stuff as a kid? Or, like, did you guys just have books in the house? Or... Um, I don't remember going to the library a lot. We didn't have a lot of books, but uh, we had the Anne Green Gables books. And uh, I think it's just, it's more of a thing to do these days than it was back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, like, did you have, like, a school library or something? Yeah, we had a school library where we got books out each week and the bookmobile would also come to the, <laughs> the school <laughs> i think they still have the bookmobile here do that don't they not here no. i don't think it's here but in some maybe it's more like a rural thing rural, rural thing rural yeah yeah we have like a bike one that's the new oh, yeah. trendy yes. thing the ped- bike peddler or whatever they yeah. call yeah. it yeah book peddler yeah where they drive around with stuff in the back of their bikes yeah but Oh, that's interesting. Did you, like, have picture books and stuff, too, that you read as a kid? Um, we had... Yeah, I think there was a few. I don't really recall any that mm-hmm. stand out to me. The Anderson Gables one is the big yes. one. Yes. But you should... What were you going to say about cleaning the library? Oh, I had a job where I cleaned the library for one summer, so the I... The public would, library? Yeah, the public library. Oh, oh that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so then they would throw their books out, and I would just um, take them. Yep. Oh, like when they were I reading. Liked, and they, I like children's books and stuff, so I've always mm-hmm. liked children's books. So, like, what did you mean you clean the library? Like, you mop the floor? Or yeah, vacuum? I wanted them cleaned. I'm not sure how I ever got that job, but... <laughs> <laughs> was that the one that was, like, in downtown? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So did you like the dust the shelves and stuff? No, I went in afterwards, after it was closed, and did oh. all the heavy, you know, cleaning. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. How old were you when you did that? I can't remember. Well, Dan and I were married. Oh, so, oh, you, so were you weren't like, like a teen. Like a no, teenager. I wasn't a teenager. Oh. No. How did you get that? I can't even remember how I got that job, but... Uh, that is so random. Yeah, so I did that for a while. How? Well, you probably never even thought that your children would end up working in a library. No, no, I didn't. When you were cleaning. And that's back in the days when they had the drawers where you had to take a look at the cards. The card catalog. The card catalog, yeah. So did you, like, have to clean that, too? No, you just kind of dusted, mopped the floors, emptied the garbages. Yeah. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. That is, I didn't even know that about you. I can't believe that never came up. Oh, <laughs> See that? This is what podcast us. So what books did you read to us that you remember? Junie B. Jones. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. those ones. <laughs> and um, Magic Tree House. Oh, Magic Tree House is classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Fudge Books. Oh, I remember. Oh, Bloom. Is it Judy Bloom? Judy Bloom. Yeah, it's Beverly Judy Cleary wrote Ramona. Oh, okay. Ramona and Beezus. Yeah. Oh, and um, Ramona, That w- they were good. Amelia Bedelia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember those oh, yeah. ones. And, um, oh, was there any other ones? Uh, well, Jenna, when you were, like, toddler preschooler, you liked Thomas the Train. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so did you read a lot of those yeah. books? And uh, Clifford books. Oh, Clifford. Yeah, and, Clifford. Um, the Bearstein Bear books. Oh, yeah. Well, and Franklin. Um, Franklin. Oh, I liked Franklin. Yeah. Elliot Moose. Elliot Moose. Yeah, oh, yes. Elliot Moose. <laughs> I like yeah. that, too. Yes. Yeah. So all, all those kind of books. Mm-hmm. Were there any that you, like, didn't like, but you read anyways? No, I think... 
Now the um, what was not the magic tree house, but what is the other one where um, the school magic school bus? Oh yeah, yeah. That was a little bit more educational. Educational, and there was a lot of words in it. Who so. needs education? <laughs> <laughs> so it was good, but there was, it was a lot to read. But you were like, no. for you girls, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that one was a little bit. It was easier to probably watch the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to read watch it. and to read the books, yeah. watch it on TV, okay? Yeah. But what was that series? Do you remember when you had to read to that kid? Like you wanted. Oh yes, when you were in grade four, I went into your class to read. Yeah, with, and it was three fourths, but and it was the Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. <laughs> I always wanted that. And finally, still... I said no more Captain Underpants. <laughs> They're still very popular, by the way, Mom. Kids ask for those books all the time. <laughs> Do they like make those still? Are they still oh, yeah. reading them? Well, and then froggy books. I really like froggy books. Oh, yeah. I kind of remember those ones. Yeah, and um, and now, like, Pete the Cat. Pete kids, the Cat. Kids love Pete the Cat. <laughs> I don't think those were around when we were kids. No, no Pete the Cat, that's a fairly new one. We read Robert Munch. Oh, and Robert Munch, I thought you yes. didn't like Robert Munch. You told me one time you didn't like Robert Munch. Um, I think I might have changed my uh, <laughs> opinion on it. So you're back to liking Robert Munch? Uh, yes. I thought you told me they were stupid one time. <laughs> well, they, they are a little bit out there. But, um, <laughs> I love Robert no, Munch. No, but I, I think, think it's so good. Yeah. Some of them are, like, some of them are really repetitive. Yeah, but kids but it's like also it. a kid's book. Yeah. Like, repetition yeah. is good in yeah. yeah. kids' yeah. books. The, um, and then the Llama Llama books. Oh, those are new. <laughs> love Llama Llama. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really read any children's books. So, and I, I also do, like, now, the books that are songs, they're oh, really good, too. Like what? There's O McDonald and mm-hmm. there's um, the Shark Book. Was that that stupid yes. Baby Shark book? Yes, yes. Baby Shark book. Um, How does that go? Baby Shark. Oh, okay, not enough. Okay, got it. But how do you know what the song is? Like, is there a CD with it or something? No, you just know the songs. If you work with kids, you know them. Are you? Yeah. You look them up on YouTube. And plus, like all those, there's like only like three melodies or like four melodies. Yeah, yeah. So basically, (laughs) what do you know? What's the um, Michael Finnegan? Oh, John Jacob. No, not that one, but yeah, that is one of them. Is there a book for that one, the John Jacob Jingle Hammer Schmidt? There could be, and there's also the, there's a hole in my bucket. Oh, yeah. Those are like, I remember those ones. by the bay. That's a book, a singing book. So kids actually really like that when they can see the the pictures as you're singing. The Michael Finnegan, that's what I was thinking about, though. Once was a man named Michael Finnegan. He had whiskers on his chin again. There probably is a book. I remember like seeing that book as a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are there a lot of books like because you work with kids now? Are there a lot of books that are the same as when we were kids, or is it mostly new stuff? Um, Like which are the ones that have endured? The Froggy books. Those are still around. Berenstein Bears Bears are still around. Doctor Seuss. I really like Doctor Seuss. Yeah. And Robert Munch. I think the older kids, like kindergarten age kids, really like Dr. Seuss. It's good for words and rhyming and... Um, oh, yes. Um, Robert Munch is still around. Um, the bear. What? Um, what? The bear the... in the big blue house? No, no, no. 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 Um, who's the... T- I can't... It's on the tip of my tongue. But, uh, yeah, so... Well, there's Little one... bear? No, he's the bear that's in the store, loses his button. Winnie the, the Pooh? Corduroy. Corduroy. Oh. <laughs> that one I don't think is... Is it around anymore? No. I don't think it goes out. But I still have that book. And um, Oh, yeah, that's a sad book. 
Yeah, but it's not. They at the end, she she buys them and it's good. Yeah, the Velveteen Rabbit. Velveteen Rabbit is, is sad. sad. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah, I remember that was a sad book. Yeah, were there other sad children's books that we read? Um, there's not really a whole lot of sad children's books now. There's more books um, with feelings and expressing yourself. And... Oh, what was the one? Uh, the Crippled Lamb. That's sad. Oh yes, that is um with Max, Max Lucado. And, uh, yeah, those books were good, too. The Crippled Lamb, Lamb, um... What's the one about the dots? The dots... What's that called? That's the one where the they dots put dots... And the stars? Yeah, where they put yeah. the dots on you if they don't like you, and then they come yeah. on. I forget what that's called. Is it called. like, uh... You Are Special? You Are Special. You Are Special. Yeah, those ones, that, that's a good one. I was thinking, I feel like there were some other sad books that we read as kids that were like, why are these children's books? <laughs> I definitely remember reading. Well, books. and then all the fairy, the fairy tale books, right? Like oh, yeah. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and mm-hmm. Twelve Dancing Princesses. I yeah. love that book. Do you remember there was like a really nicely illustrated one yeah. that you used to like, Sheena? And I found it at work the other day. Oh. And I was like, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Carl. Oh, so brown bear, like brown bear. What do you see? The and then who is it? The Linda Reed. So she's the one that looks like... You know, Barbara like, Reed. Barbara Reed. That's the Plasticine books. The Plasticine books. I really like those. Good il- illustration. Yeah, those are good. Um, so it's, illustrations are good for kids. you got to teach kids how to how to read to use their imagination. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when sometimes I say to the kids, they want me to read to them and it's quiet reading time and... And I'm like, well, you read it to yourself. Oh, I can't read. I said, you look at the pictures and, and mm-hmm. say what's going on and they yeah. find that tricky. Yeah. Difficult, so. Mm-hmm. So what roles do you think mothers have when it comes to literacy? Well, I think they can be an example with reading, and I think they need to give the kids opportunities to read their book, have time for mm-hmm. them to read, and to read to them. There's one little boy at the daycare every day brings a different book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to his dad, and his, I said, oh, where do you get your books from? And he goes, he has a friend that works for Indigo, and he gets them for oh. a really cheap Nice oh, score. <laughs> yeah, so um, so that fought. I said, oh, good for good for you for bringing the books. Just uh, or taking them to the library and. Well, do you think that it is that they should learn more from school or like the parents need to be? I I think it's both. I don't think that you should ever think that school or these different groups they go to should teach your kids. I think they can come alongside you. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think it's the parents that are the ones that will develop the reading skills for kids yeah Yeah, well I think it's super interesting about us is that you're not really like a big reader I don't really know how how we got to be such good readers yeah because like you it's not like that you don't read but like you know you're not I think I'm more interested in children's books and children reading and the different activities that involve reading and I do hear people talk about, especially with boys and older boys, mm-hmm. yeah. how they don't like to read, but then it's like, find something they like to read. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think so. it's interesting how it's like different because you care a lot about literacy, it sounds like. Yes. Especially in children's literacy, mm-hmm. but you're not really that interested in reading yourself. Well, it's not that I don't like reading. <laughs> it's just, I don't have a passion, I guess, like yeah. you girls. Like it's not, it's not super fun for you. Is what I mean. Yeah, it's it's not my most, you know, 
important yeah. thing to to do but i think that's actually i just think it's so interesting it's that they're like this that you care so much about it and it's but you see that as kind of a separate thing like your personal yeah. reading versus what you want to instill in other people well and i think because i've seen it too the proof of reading so like what do you think is the value then of the childhood literacy I think, well, I think there's a, a world in books and I think that, um, it's, I think it builds confidence in kids because mm. if you don't know how to read, then you don't, you can't really do much, right? You yeah. can't read mm-hmm. the signs in the road. You can't read instructions. You can't do when you get to, um, you're into school, you can't read how to do your math or your spelling yeah. or, mm-hmm. so, um, one, there was one little girl who was very shy in the kindergarten class. Once she learned how to to read, or she might have memorized the book. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. reading it to all her the kids in the kindergarten class, yeah. and her confidence built. Yeah. So I, I think that is uh, it does mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like, how did you see it like different for us? Because we were big readers. Like, did you notice a difference between us and other kids that weren't really interested in that? Or I don't know if I really noticed a difference. Like, I don't think. Well, and also it just... teaches kids like empathy and how to yes. like understand different people that, that, that's a good point too and i think too like even as adults like do you think from where we are i mean obviously we're from the <laughs> library but like from where we are as adults like do you think there's a difference between that and like versus other people who are our age who maybe didn't have all that invested in them as children like do you think that makes a difference to people's lives or no not really um i i, I think it does i think it does do you think it makes a difference I think so. Like, I know, mm-hmm. at least when I was in university, I never really had a... I mean, I, of course, had a learning curve when I was learning how to write papers for university, but I never really struggled with writing, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sure people who are readers do, but I think if you are had all that reading invested in you, the writing comes a lot easier and communicating comes a lot easier. Yes. Mm-hmm. I write creatively now, but when I was writing papers and stuff, I never really struggled the same way my peers did. And I know I didn't know if that was from all that reading. Yeah. If that was a result of that, like I don't know, Shana, how do you feel about it? Because you had the same kind of upbringing. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Like I can, my vocabulary is much more wider, wider developed than mm-hmm. my peers who maybe didn't enjoy reading as much and yeah. I was able to easily write papers or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, I had been reading, like, a lot since I was a kid, so... Like, when you were, especially when you were, like, in high school and grade school, did you feel like you had a leg up over those kids because you, like, did you feel like you were smarter? I don't, like, I... <laughs> smarter, you know. I don't know you know. say smarter, but I think... But better at, like, English yeah, type easier. stuff. Yes, for sure. It came easier for me. Because I had been reading, and I had been... And when you read, you learn the different structures of the sentence. You learn mm. how to form a paragraph. You learn how to do all that even if you're like subconsciously like you just pick stuff up like that so it comes yeah. easier when you come down to write a paper or or whatever writing you are doing well because I feel like too like when you do creative writing which is what I do everyone always is like you gotta be to be a good writer you have to be a good reader so you have to be a good reader because yeah and the writing comes a lot easier because you just instinctively know mm-hmm. oh this is what dialogue looks like or this is how a story should be told because I've read so many and I've seen so many Mm -hmm. I don't know I just think it's interesting and I do remember like things coming easier yes to me in terms like in the English humanities like history and all that not science or math or any of those (laughs) things so hard but (laughs) for things that required a lot of reading and writing I do think that those came easier to me because of all that reading we did as kids Mm -hmm. 
And I think also reading is an, is an outlet for, for children and adults. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's good to, like you were saying, how it teaches kids empathy. And so different topics are sometimes easier just to read about than to, yeah. to always talk about. Yes. Well, so. and do you think, too, that, like, it's kind of like a, an escape, too, for people? Well, that's, yeah, that's what I mean, like an outlet, outlet escape. Yeah, um, yeah I, mm-hmm. I, I, think it, I think it is. And I think it's, like, it's good to, to be able to do that. And I, and I think it's probably good for focus and, and all those diff, different things. Okay, when you're a kid. Can you think of any funny moments with us as kids at the library slash to do with books? No. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I can think of any funny moments, but I know that you or loved... just like interesting stories. Or loved things. going to the library and we'd always get a lot of books out. No, it was mm-hmm. not always easy keeping track of all the books and <laughs> bringing them all back. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes we did have fines. <laughs> we lost a few books, too. Yeah, yeah, lost a few books. Uh, a couple of them got wet. But yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that time when... Oh, did we tell a story in the podcast already about being told we couldn't go to the library? Yeah. Being yeah, told what? You know how the time when... You know how they used to leave messages on the phone? Oh, yeah. About when things were late. Oh, yeah. And I remember when Dad would pick them up and get, <laughs> he would get all mad. <laughs> remember that one time he was like, you're never going back to the library. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, and there was a time, too, Jenna, that you liked getting the videos out. Oh, yeah. That's oh, when yes. it was VHSs. Yeah. And so you, I remember you always liked, you wanted to get... Um, Oh, what was that movie? Yeah. It was Mulan. Mulan or <laughs> Aladdin. Aladdin, those two. Yeah. So we'd go there and you'd all be all excited about that. <laughs> so. That's, well, we got computer games, too. And then we got, you. there was computer games to work on, too, yeah. because we didn't have a computer back then, so. No, we did, didn't we? Um, well, not at not when the you first. Were, not when you were like preschoolers. Oh, no, no. I don't think hardly anyone had computers. No, no, when it we wasn't a thing. And but they did, I remember they had like, those ones in the children's section that yeah. had like stuff yeah. on it. Yeah, so that that was fun, and um, and now I tell everybody all the different things the library offers. It offers so many things. Good, Good job, job, mom. <laughs> Good job, mom. <laughs> yeah, from you know ESL classes to helping mm-hmm. people, refugees finding homes yeah. to whirling instruments and um, a lot of different things that it helps people with. Don't you remember anything funny about Sheena? Why am I always the one who has these like weird <laughs> I'm sessions. the perfect child. That's <laughs> why I just say that you're the perfect child. But... <laughs> well, Sheena, we would always have to tell her to stop reading. Because <laughs> she would always have a book in her hand. <laughs> Did you get in trouble at school for reading when you're not supposed to? I must have because I read all the time. I don't remember you ever really getting in trouble. No. Because uh, most teachers want you to read. When have you done the most reading in, like, recent years? Like Myself? Yeah. Well, probably at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for yeah. my family members in Emerge <laughs> or the Fracture Clinic or <laughs> um, just bringing books for that. So do you feel like, in a weird way, it's like you get to read when everyone else is sick and um, hurt? Yeah, not that I want people to be sick or hurt, <laughs> but um, that's kind of when you have the most time. Yeah. Yeah, so we've always had books. Always bring books everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You never know when you have to wait for someone or something. Reading break. This week on reading break, we're going to be talking about the books that we are currently reading. And our mother is going to be talking about books that she likes to read. Yes. (laughs) So I'm sure, Jenna, you'll be very happy that I am listening to Still Life. 
finally. (laughs) (laughs) By Louise Penny. I am like 38% through the book, if that makes sense. So which part are you at? And they just had their town meeting where they're discussing. Oh, so the same part you were at the other day. Yes. Yeah. Have you not been listening to it? <laughs> well, it's not. I'm liking it. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you like it. No, it's good. It's just I have to be in the mood to this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you'll you'll know that it's the series gets really good when you get into it more. Okay. I mean, I think I'm enjoying it. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Great recommendation, Shana. Well, I give it a glowing recommendation. I think it's a very good series. Yes. I want to talk about the audiobook that I'm listening to right now, which is The Home for Unwanted Girls by... Let me look it up. I'm listening to it on audiobook, so I'm just looking at my Libby app right now. It's the download library app. Mm-hmm. The Home for <laughs> Unwanted Girls by Joanna Goodman. Which is our Obak book. That's the one book, one community. Everyone reads it, and then the author's going to come in September to do talks. That's what I'm reading right now. I'm not too far into it. I've only listened to like an hour of it or something. Mm -hmm. I think it's nine hours long. It has to do with the English and French relationship in Quebec, which is interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I think the whole premise of it is that this girl has a baby when she's a teenager, Mm -hmm. and it's about her life. I'm not really sure yet. I'm not that far into it. It's fine, though, like, because sometimes when you have books that you have to read, you're like, ugh, I don't want to read this. I mean, I don't have to read this, but I want to read it so I can talk about it with customers at work. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, these books that are chosen for you, you're like, ugh. But this one so far seems pretty good. That's just my preliminary take on it. Well, and some people have said it's a hard read. Oh, okay. But, I mean, that doesn't bother me as long as it's not dense. But the pacing of this seems pretty good so far, so. So, yeah, I can't complain. But anyways, what were you going to say about that um, audiobook? So, no, I was just saying that because it made me think I haven't listened to an audiobook for a while that I should maybe look one up. Because I do um, drive a lot. So what do you, but what do you have up next to read? Like, what do you, do you have something that's on, on the docket? I'm reading a book on Aboriginal history. Okay, that's interesting. Yes, it is about, it's about the history. Okay. Of the Aboriginal people. Like residential schools and stuff like that. Residential schools and even what's happening today. Oh, okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So that's kind of what's coming up for you in terms of reading. Because you don't get to read all the time, but when you do, that's where you're going. That's what you're working on. Yes. Have you listened to um, Finding Cleo, the podcast? No. By the CBC. Mm-hmm. You should okay. listen to it. It's really good. It's really sad, but you should listen to it. I think it'd, it'd be good listening. That's really cool. This concludes Reading Break. Back to our Mother's Day special. How do you think that our careers in libraries have shaped who we've become? Because we both started working in libraries when we were teenagers, mm-hmm. and now we're young adults. So do you think it's the work in libraries and the reading and all that has shaped who we are as people? I think that it's, uh, you girls have definitely learned people skills, mm-hmm. um, Working with your co co-workers, different co-workers, <laughs> yeah, and working with the public, it has surprised me, Jenna, with you choosing that career because uh, Shana wanted to do that, and then you were... she copied me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she copied the Shana. highest form of flattery. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you were choosing your co-op job, you had either the library or at a nursing home. Oh, yeah. And you are good with older people, too, so, but you got the library job. 
and then you chose to pursue that and it's always good to have a job that you're passionate about mm-hmm. um, you're very fortunate that doesn't always happen yes and well I think just different situations and just being out with you and how you talk to people and and just the different things that we've been involved in together and how and how you deal with things and the problem solving and mm-hmm. um, having to maybe take charge of things and you've learned all that from the library well I think when you work with such a like I mean maybe you can speak to this too when you work with such a variety of different people and different populations yeah at the library you become like I know Shana you said it often that it doesn't bother you like oh yeah like my I my job has taught me how to deal with all different types of people and the stuff that used to bother me as like a teenager or that I was scared of doesn't bother me or scare me anymore like what do you mean it's like people that maybe don't look as well kept or put together there's always this little like instinctual oh fear but uncomfortable alarm almost and then but having worked with a lot of those type of people I don't have that anymore yeah I think working in the library it helps you meet people where they're at yes a lot more and be less intimidated by people who look very different from you mm-hmm. and act mm-hmm. very different from you and have different life circumstances because you have to as part of your job and then that carries through. Yeah. But it's also very rewarding to work in a job that help is helping people. Mm. Yeah. It's because we don't sell things. We don't... It's not like a business mm-hmm. in the sense that a... So, it's kind of a nice balance. <laughs> yeah. Did it surprise you, Mom, that I ended up in the children's department? Uh, yes, because you said that you didn't uh, want to work with children. And yep. then you always said that because you've had a lot of experience with that. And uh, and then you got your job in the children's department. So, <laughs> kind of had to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I kind of laughed too. <laughs> Thank Be careful what you say. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you end up a lot like your parents, no matter how hard you try or don't try or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you inherit a lot of that. But how do you see yourself in us, Mom? <laughs> how do How do you see... Do you see yourself in us? Like your personality and... Oh, you want to make me... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what you think. Um... Oh, this is a very, uh... <laughs> well, I think that, oh, let me put it this way. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you girls for, how do I say this? Because I don't want to really say much about myself. Well, you can talk about yourself. You can talk about yourself, Mom. That's well, I think pop- I'm proud of you that you work well with people. And that you are able to handle different situations and that you are accepting of all different people. And I think I see that in, in both of you. Mm-hmm. And that you're able to be able to handle different situations. Yeah. You're allowed so. to talk about yourself. <laughs> you are allowed to. <laughs> Thank you. Though. So. I think a lot of that, though, is like, yes, the job helps that, but I think... You know, you have to have that like foundation or that already like. Yeah, no, I think you're right. The foundation is the perfect way to say it. 
you have that foundation because you told you instilled the values in us as children mm-hmm. that those were being accepting and being kind and loving towards mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. you as children said that's those are things we value in our family mm-hmm. so it's almost natural to go into a career where you have to exhibit those towards people yeah absolutely yeah yes and you also taught us how to be hard workers yes yeah Actually, yes. that's like the most legit skill. Yep. Who cares about love and kindness? <laughs> well, <laughs> hard working is what most people want. <laughs> uh, well, hand in hand, it goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. But uh, no, and I am proud of you that you're both hard workers and you're dedicated. Yeah. To well, your job and you always do your best job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and Dad were hard workers too. Like that's all we ever knew growing up. Mm-hmm. Was people that worked hard, and there wasn't really an option to not. Yes. You never let us quit. Anything. Yes. No, I remember that. that. And Stupid not... paper route. You never let us quit. <laughs> yes. You're not quitters. <laughs> yes. So overall, are you happy with where we ended up? Yes, I am. I'm very happy. I'm very proud of both of you girls. And I tell people that all the time. Aw, <laughs> that's Thanks, nice. <laughs> Is there anything you want us to say to our listeners? Um. Yes. That parents take your children to the library. Let them read to them. Let them read. That's a great way to end. Great way to end the podcast. Thank you for being with us here yes, today. Thanks, Mom. My pleasure. I can see your teary eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast and thank you for listening to all the listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to respond to the podcast, feel free to follow us on Twitter and tweet at us at Library Life Pod. And you can follow us on Instagram, leave us a comment there at LibraryLifePod, or you can send us an email at LibraryLifePodcast at gmail.com. We always want to hear from you guys. If you're using iTunes, give us a rating, leave us a review, share the podcast. That's actually the really the best thing you can do is share the podcast. Yes. And if you enjoy listening to it. Yeah. And if you want to tell us how great your mom is and how your mom brought you to the library, you can also leave us a message about that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. This concludes episode six of Library Life Podcast. May the good books be long and the bad books be short. Until next time.